We got good taste around here. That's what we have. Merry Christmas, Patricia. Merry Christmas, Walden. We've got class and culture. Ah, you bet. That was a great visit with Bill O'Brien. Thank you, Bill, for doing that. Twice in one year. Pardon? Twice in one year, Twice too. Twice in one year, and I know he'll be back in July if we ask him. He's just such a wonderful person and a great interview person because he shares so much with us and uh, it's good I just love the story <laughs> that was a great question about the most creative fun <laughs> a strip club he's a, good, was, he's a good representative of the Marine Corps yes he, is. He, he qualified it by saying without our knowledge <laughs> the strip club adopted toys for tots yeah. one night yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was, well, I mean, that shows that at least their hearts are in the right place. I'm not sure about the rest of the parts. <laughs> their hearts were in the right place. Hi, everybody. Merry Christmas. It is already Sunday on the East Coast, December 4th. We are marching to Christmas. Hooray! Celebrating Christmas. Walden has a surprise for us. Are you ready with your surprise? Yeah, I was putting it on while we were watching the joy for the world. Okay, now he's he has promised me. Well, you go ahead and, and tell him what your surprise is, and then I'll tell everybody what you promised it wouldn't be. Well, I promised it because we're just getting close to showtime, and, and I got looking for some stuff. And first thing I have on my head... I have a Santa hat. Oh, good. And around my neck, thanks to a friend Tom from Kansas, I have a Christmas tree lights on, going on and off. Okay. So we're decorated with Christmas tree lights around my neck. Okay. So, and then, and then I, I have my chair next to my bed, and I have Mickey, Snoopy, two bears, and a Santa that bounced up and down. Figuring we're trying to bring in the family goodies around here, and, uh, and have company, you know, that way the, the little kids make sure Patricia and I will, will be good. Well, leave me out of that part. <laughs> good, are you kidding me? All right, now what he promised, he told me he was getting dressed for the show. Mm -hmm. and it was a Christmas show, mm -hmm. and I asked if he were starting in the more basic areas, and he said no, it was no. I didn't start. I didn't. I didn't start with the underwear department. No. Oh no. no. I know. See how delicate I was. I, didn't I know. You're, you're. You're. You. You are a lady. Uh, well, yeah. You are a lady. Okay. You know. I'll take that one. You are. I'm not sure I want to be good, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take that one. Okay. Well, we are off and running. My notes say. December 3rd, but it's not December 3rd here anymore. However, in other parts of the country, starting with the central time zone, it still is. So I guess you can just throw your notes away. They're just out of, they're out of date. They're out of date? They're out of date. Oh. My gosh. Uh, nah. 
Well, it's not true. And I really do have a lot of good stuff tonight. Really good stuff. And I have a theme. Yes. A theme. Yes. A piece of today's news that just blew me away. Yes. The theme for tonight is your favorite Christmas song or Christmas carol. And I differentiate the two because I don't think... Simon Theodore and Albert Alvin are carolers. They don't sing Christmas. No, I don't think we're singing those in the in 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 the in the church choir. No, no this is true. And Grandma lying in the snow with hooks <sighs> doesn't qualify either. So Christmas song. If you're really going to stick me with one of those, I will accept it because it's your favorite, not mine, that I'm asking for, or your favorite Christmas carol. Okay. What's your favorite Christmas carol, Walden? Oh, Holy Night. This, oh, that's right. You've mentioned that. Yeah, I love Oh, Holy Night. I think that that definitely, uh, that's when, number one in Walden's ballpark. When they hit the high note, Walden gets oh, his pimples. Oh, Holy Night. Uh, even how they start down low. You know, it's just a... Huh? It's a huge range. Somebody who yeah. can hit that high note and do it on key is magical. Yeah. Just magical. So, Oh, Holy Night... And I, I, I guess a Christmas song, I guess I would still nominate uh, White Christmas still. It's very nostalgic, very, uh, you know, I'm a sentimental person, as you know. So that's definitely a, a very sentimental song. Merry Christmas. You are on the air with Patricia. Merry Christmas, Charles from New Jersey. Hello, oh, Charles. Charles from New Jersey. We're talking Christmas, not S-words. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. He's just taking aback. <laughs> oh, I, I was listening to an interview, and the uh, sergeant was burning up the S-words. Yeah, I know. Myself. Why isn't she yelling at him? <laughs> you never yell at a major, and you never yell at a Marine. <laughs> two out of two. I just... Jeez. I bit the bullet. I saved it all for you, Charles. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas. Well, today I got the shock of my life. Oh, don't now. You're going to be sassy, aren't you? I guess he is. Uh, what 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 you say? He's hard of hearing too, Patricia. He's going to be sassy and fresh. Go ahead. Is that you, Charles? Are you sassy? Sassy's a female term. I don't know if you use that for guys. Well, I brought I brought my mail in and yeah. I knew he was going to be sassy. <laughs> well, originally I was going to say I was in the hospital all day because I brought the mail in and I I I, I fainted and I hit my head because I got my CDs. You know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> knew you were going to be sassy. See, <laughs> you're just being fresh. I'm going to issue a recall. <laughs> How are you other than having the vapors? Well, good. I had some, oh, well, this is true. I had, I had computer problems Thursday. Hmm. I couldn't get online. My, well, I was bad because I'm, I'm supposed, well, not me, everybody's supposed to clean out, I guess they call them files and all that. Uh-huh. And my computer's less than five years old. It's a, it's a fast computer. Well, of course, I could get online, but somehow a firewall blocked it. And I couldn't get online, so I had to spend, uh, well, I got one year. It's $169, but it's worth it. 
You just call a number and they'll clean it automatically. $169 for that Clean My PC thing? Well, it's, I don't know if I could say brand names, but... <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, no, I just want, I want to get in trouble. But see, on my computer, I had three virus protection plans, which wasn't good to begin with. <laughs> and that I had McAfee and that, but that sub sub yeah, subscription ran out. Right. So then I got I got another one which a friend suggested to me which I've been using. It's well you can get the paid version, but I got the free that does the job. Advast I think it's called. So those two were running together. Oh dear. Somehow and somehow McAfee put up put the firewall on and I couldn't get I couldn't shut it off because I wasn't a member. <laughs> so and then. then of course, they, the way they do it, you can get, I think it's a three-year, three hundred, two years, two hundred, and one year. I should, I'll get the one year for now. But, you know, you call, you call the number, and they take over your computer. But, of course, I'm right in front of them so I can see what's going on. And yep. they just do what they do. Yeah. It's a lot, and it's a lot cheaper because they said, well, you could take it into a store, but they charge 150 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We just did that not too long ago with Norton. Norton charged about that kind of money for two. It's worth it, yeah. yeah. Like, but it's like you got the the guys were saying it's like you got a new computer. It's the fastest computer, but it's running slow. And you never think, you know, you go to a website, the website you want to go to, but yet they throw, but behind it they throw other websites and it goes into files, and it just like slows down your computer. And my computer, oh my God, right now the computer, God, it shuts off. It comes on fast. It shuts off. It's like, whoa. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah. they suggested I just do it every couple of weeks, call them or get online and, you know, tell them to do it and I'll do it. So are you so. fix them? Yes. Well, Thank that's God. good. It sounds painful. Anytime something comes oh. to dollar signs, it's painful. Oh, my, well, me, you know, I'm on a budget, and it's like, oh, God. Aren't we all? My goodness. Yeah, I mean, they really. Say, well, you could take it to uh, where I got it from, you know, and, oh, you could take it there. They'll charge you, but they come they come to the, they call, they'll come to your home, but <laughs> they checked the website for me, and I was looking at it, and it's $250 an hour. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that includes travel time, so if he gets... Oh, yeah. If he gets caught in traffic, you're doomed. Oh, yeah, forget it. <laughs> I'll make sure they'll drag it out, too, so they make sure they make money. <laughs> this is not good. All right. I know. I noticed with these CDs, they're different. They've they got blue color. Now, will they play in the DVD player? No. No, none of, none of the discs that I send will play in the DVD oh, player. Oh, because they, they look different. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, it's just because it's a different brand. Oh, okay. Well, no problem, yeah. Some of, them, some of them will be white, some of them gold, some of them blue. Blue, this, these ones, they have CDRs, I think. I beg your pardon? I think they're CDRs. I didn't open them. Yeah, they're, they're CDs. They're all CDs. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, at least I got them before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. You had so little faith. <laughs> you had so little faith, Charles. All right, I've got, I've got some, let me see here. I've got, oh boy, I want to see what I've got. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I have some questions. Mm. Okay. You see how, how he's so he's so excited about this, Patricia? Can you oh, tell? and then and then when I when I say okay, I'll send you some shows. He says, mm. Mm hmm And then I get picked <laughs> up. Unmercifully, Charles. Mm -hmm. Are you there? Well, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know what I want if I win. <laughs> I, guess, I, no, I think I got almost everything. Well, I know you don't have everything. Oh, that's for sure, yeah. <laughs> no, I know you do not have everything. Okay, well, let's see if you know who was Missy Wong. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Missy Wong. I think the answer is no. No, no. Let's see. Missy Wong. I'll be like a. Uh, Missy Wong. I know. Uh, so, so I can give you a clue. Okay. It's not one of Santa's elves. I didn't think so. Okay. Just thought I'd help out. Missy <laughs> Wong. Uh, Boy, we put lights around his neck and he just goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Missy Wong. Missy Wong. Oh, yes, mister. I'm sure that was another clue. Yeah, well, it was, yeah. Missy Wong. Oh, boy. All right, we'll do one more, Charles. That's going to come under. I'll know it when I hear it. Mm -hmm. This is correct. Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, you know what? I, I, when I do this, I intimidate you. <laughs> but the problem is, for your NC, I'm intimidating you. All right, Christmas carols. How are you on Christmas carols? Well, it depends what question you ask. <laughs> Good old Charles, always hanging in there. Okay, and the Christmas carol, the 12 days of Christmas. Figures you have to give me that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, this is good. The 12 days of Christmas. What is on the third day? He has to sing the song in his head. I am, yeah. How'd <laughs> <laughs> <As> you know? <laughs> because there was silence. <laughs> I'm doing it myself. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Thank God it ain't the twelfth that you're asking. I'll be here all night. I know. A partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Two turtle doves and, and a partridge in a pear tree. Not a hard one. Third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Charles. Uh, no, I think I got it, I think. Uh, three French hens. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you're right. If we had given you 12... Well, that, well you know, it's, you, you know when you hear it, but then it, when you don't hear it for a while, it's like, okay, and I'm trying to, like, okay, two turtle doves, and a French, and four calling birds. Very good. Yep. And what? Golden rings. Yeah, it gets easier when you go. I know. <laughs> right, but you're right. If we had given you number 12... Oh, God, yeah. We, we would have asked you to call back before 5 o'clock. <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't 12 calling birds? No. No. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Five, Five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Six. Oh, boy. 
I'm going to stop where I, I, I got three. That's enough. Six geese are laying, five golden rings, four French hens. No, <laughs> you've got me all confused four here. Four turtle doves, three oh. French hens. All right. So, um, are you into adventure or drama or comedy or Christmas or... That question was adventure and drama. Oh. Yeah. I, li I like about everything, but I think I got a lot. I know that, I see. Oh, you have a lot. Mm. But not everything. Tell, tell me which category you think you might like this time. This nope. dead air is sponsored by your neighborhood grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> this dead air is sponsored by ESPN. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what that is. Now, Charles. Smart network, yeah. yeah. Give me a hint here. Adventure. Ed 13. I beg your pardon? Box 13. Box 13. 13 is detective, not adventure. That's well, close. Well, give you de um, box 13. I just made one for somebody this week, too, so I know where it is. Well, I could ask for Easter shows, then I'll have them by Easter. Well, I don't have any Easter shows yet. <laughs> I don't know if I have any Easter shows at all. Good old Charles, he's going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give, I'll give you enough time to, you Yeah, know, he's working on the Easter season, Patricia. Uh -huh. All right, we're going to get past Valentine's Day first. <laughs> I can, New Year's, yeah. I have some New Year's shows. Not a lot, but I have some. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, hmm. hey, box 13, I can do that. And I want you to go take care of your head so that, uh, you know, I mean, I know you're still feeling a little lightheaded because your envelope came today. Whoopee! <laughs> well, did you did you get your gifts or from the auction? Oh, I wasn't able to do the auction, so I oh. missed out. I don't know who got Topper, but whoever got Topper, I'll. I think I I forgot about it. I turned on about five, after five Eastern, and there I remember. I think somebody I heard him say Topper. I don't know who. Yeah, I, Topper. Who, Topper was going for big money. Was way over eighty dollars. Oh well, so I, I it was better. It was going for really big money. Well, you know, it was really a nice collection. Yeah. Mm. Very nice. It was 47 television shows and three movies. Even though Topper made 47. I think I, but, think I read on Kim's no. Bill's Facebook that they have bronchitis. Yep. They, oh, they've, been, they've been really sick, so no, nobody got no gifts yet because Kim hasn't gone yeah. gotten out of bed yet, practically. Yeah, I had that. That's a, ooh, that's terrible. Yeah. Ooh. You get you get to sounding really sexy though for a while. Yeah, I got that deep, you know, <laughs> uh, you know whole voice, yeah. <laughs> Davis voice, you know. When you, when you can't get rid of it, it's oh, it knocks the heck out of you. Oh, smoked up and whiskey washed. I know that Kim's birthday was the other day, and Bill's was the day after, so. Oh, that's right. They had birthdays this week. I mm -hmm. forgot. Ooh, well, on me. I wouldn't. Well, I not that I would forget, but. They're on Facebook, so I know, you know. Cheated. <laughs> Walden's on Facebook, Bill's on Facebook, Mike's on Facebook, Kim's on Facebook, Patricia's not on Facebook. Patricia's not on Facebook. Why? Well, Because Patricia, Patricia's special. Yeah, I'm <laughs> special. <laughs> she only goes for special things. She doesn't go for the common ordinary touches. Okay, all, all the family members out there who want Patricia on Facebook, call in and tell her to get on there. And do you think that would make a difference? I hope so. 
ask me if it would make a difference. Make a difference to us? Well, I mean, would it make a difference if everyone called and asked me to do that? Yes. <laughs> ask me if it would. Because you, we, we do everything for our family. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got this system down. <laughs> oh, God. Tonight, I'm doing everything for the family. I'm uh -huh. not printing up the S-words. Uh -huh. Yes, that's really sweet of you. ESPN was as close as you got, and I, I think that's... No, this is ESPN, the Entertainment Smart Network, right here. <laughs> what does the P stand for? Enter Patricia. Right, see? Very Entertainment Smart Network, it's small W, Patricia. <laughs> well, we're not going to leave initials up to you, that's for sure. <laughs> are too funny. Okay, box 13. I will do I will do box 13 for you. You will get it before Christmas so you can put your ears on and be happy. And uh, maybe you can give us a call later. You, you want that? Sure. Because I think the later I stay up, the more... Uh... Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can deal with that. Well, I, I promise I sent an email off my mic call. I know, but we can deal with that. If you call back later, we can deal with it. Okay, I'll call back later with the uh, escort. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Ron, Ron's team was playing tonight. Oh, yeah. Ron, will, Ron will give us an update. Ron I team, hope so, yeah. Ron's team got beat, so. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Ron's in a bad mood. Yeah. Poor Ron. Poor Ron. Don't, hope he don't call. He might liable to take it on Patricia. No, no, no. No, he's a good guy. He doesn't do things like Charles does to me. That's <laughs> where it's all over the place. Okay, kid, I'll get box 13 out to you. Okay. All right, thanks for calling, Charles. You have a good night. Well, you're welcome. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. 714-545. Two oh seven one. I'm just all discombobulated here. You understand that, right? I do, because we've been together so long, I know how Patricia can get discombobulated. Walden made me move. It's always Walden's fault. Hello <laughs> there, bail me out. Hello. Ralph, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Hello, Ralph. I'm fine. Patricia discombobulated. I'm, I'm just, oh dear, it's awful. Here, I found what I was looking for. Walden made me move because I sound like I'm underwater in the other room. Yeah. And I don't sound like I'm underwater in my office where I moved. Um, but that means everything that I was accustomed to working with is out in the other room. So <laughs> I'm doing this. Uh, just out of reach, huh? <laughs> it's just out of reach. It's around the corner, yeah. So I'm walking around trying to catch me up. So how you doing? Oh, excellent! Yeah, everything's fine. Good. Weather's cold. No, uh, no rain, no snow right now. Oh, all right. <laughs> and let's see what else. Anything, anything new going on with you guys? No eggs yet. We got a no? we got a Christmas tree <clears throat> we got a Christmas tree lights up at, in front of part of the house. So you? we got those up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to take a walk back on the property and find myself a tree. Well, with, with four acres, it would take a while for you to decorate every all the trees, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you check the mistletoe? I, I didn't even look at it yet. <gasps> but if it looks good, I'll shoot some, I, you know, I'll pick some for you. <laughs> oh, 
God, you forgot the mistletoe. People who have missed this saga, Ralph has a big growth of mistletoe in his tree. Now, mistletoe is a parasite, so it really can procreate or procreate is not the right word, develop, grow. It grows very well. And the way to get mistletoe out of a tree, because it grows very high, is with a shotgun. So last year he sent me a box of mistletoe with a shotgun shell. (laughs) 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 You just cracked me up. So he's out looking. Apparently November is the peak month for mistletoe. Um, But you haven't had very cold weather, so maybe it'll, it'll kind of sneak over into December. Yeah, it's, it's been nice here. I, I love it because I can look at the snow on the mountaintops, and we don't have any. <laughs> you don't have to shovel the mountaintops. I could do without that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a problem with the chicken. What's the matter? It's a rooster. No. No eggs. You, you be, you be patient. That chicken comes through to you. You mean it'll? Uh, never mind. <laughs> It'll, it'll go through the change, eh? <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's a rooster. Um, okay. Look, look under it every now and then. It says cock-a-doodle-fuck, so I, I guess we have a problem here. Hmm. Hmm. Is he getting, you got plenty of food and water, and he's getting some sunlight? He should be all right. Yeah, well, it, it's fine, but it's not laying eggs, and it's sort of saying cock-a-doodle-cluck-cluck. I'll tell you what. It's got an identity crisis is what the... I'll, I'll go out on a limb for you. Uh-oh. Okay. I guarantee you you're going to get eggs. <laughs> Ralph is going to send me a dozen eggs. <laughs> now, they don't travel well. <laughs> oh, God. Do you think they might smell at the very end of the trip? I think they might be leaking. <laughs> Well, you got no luck with your chicken either? Ah, uh, it, it's happy, but you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy with it, you know. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm not looking for any, any eggs yet, but you know, I, I can move them over and look, but. Well, I think Patricia's uh, chicken is a little older than your chicken. It'll probably have eggs first. Yeah, what came first, Ralph, the chicken or the egg? Well, in your case, you got the chicken first. <laughs> Very good answer, sir. You're quick tonight. That was good. That was good. Yep. Yep. All right. So we've we've got. Is Tony listening? No, she's she's downstairs under a, a, about twenty-five pounds of feathers. A, a feather. Oh. We have this. We have this thing. You know what a feather bed is. Uh huh. It weighs a ton, and uh, when it's a little cool, we 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 uh, put it across our lounge chairs, and we. <laughs> the only trouble with it is it it's, makes you so comfortable it, it puts you to sleep. Ah! Uh, once you get under it, it's hard to get oh, out. Oh! Yeah, and, and the weight of it when she wants to come out from under it, I have to pull it off of her. <laughs> <laughs> She said, will you please help me? Well, as long as Tony isn't listening, then we can let out that Tony last week said, don't send any more CDs. So I sent a note to them and said, 
now I've got CDs that Ralph asked for. What am I supposed to do with them? And Tony didn't answer, but Ralph did, and he said, send them. That's right. I, prom I promise to listen. Well, I mean, that's okay. They're yours. You, They're yours. You could, hang them, you could hang them on the Christmas tree if you like. Hey, there you go. You can wrap them up and give them to Tony as a Christmas present. She raised me. That would fly. <laughs> oh, that would fly. But I did. As I went through the year, because the computer spits out CDs every once in a while and says it's not a good one. I've collected them, and I thought, you know, these would really be pretty cool. You kind of drill a hole in the top, or the hole yeah. in the top, and hang them on the Christmas tree. You know what I've done with them in the past? What? I I, um, I cut them on my bandsaw, eliminating the hole in the middle and making two straight edges. Yeah. I make a little wooden handle. I make ice scrapers out of them. You make what out of them? Uh, ice scraper for the windshield. Oh, ooh, what a great idea. I don't have ice and I don't have a bandsaw, so it's probably very good that I don't have ice because I don't have the bandsaw. Well, um, I could make you one send it to you just in case it snows in Fort Myers, but I, I don't know. Right. Oh, too <laughs> funny. I, I've said this so many times, forgive me if everyone is tired of hearing it, but when I first got to Florida a bunch of years ago, we had a really bitter cold snap. It was just bitter. It was it was as bad as fear and even worse. Um, but somebody in the next town reported seeing snowflakes, and they sent the news crew out to wait for a snowflake. <laughs> a mobile news crew out waiting for the snowflakes down. Well, uh, Tony's sister used to live up, I think, Tallahassee. Uh-huh. Oh, and they got snow there occasionally. Boy, it is cold up there. When it gets cold, it's cold. Because, I mean, that bumps up right, right against uh, Georgia and Alabama. It's in the area of Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it's up, is that in what they call the panhandle area, or? That's the panhandle, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Handle, yeah. My Florida, my Florida geography is not too good. The period isn't too good. I'm so grateful that you asked me a question I could answer. See? Yeah, you did good for me. What else was I thinking? Oh, well, um, you talked about Christmas, huh? Uh-huh. Can I do you have, yeah, do you have a favorite Christmas carol or Christmas song? Oh, let's see. Simon Theodore. No, I, I know it's not really a Christmas song, but I like Jingle Bells a lot. Yeah, Jingle Bells is okay. Mm -hmm. you know, people, people sing that um, at Christmas time. It's, um, it was written as a Thanksgiving song. Yes. Yeah, I know it's a Christmas song, as such. But everybody sings it at Christmas time. They've adopted it as a as a Christmas song. Why do you like that one over all of the others? I can remember the words. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> that helps. It's so honest. It's nice. I, I can remember the words, but I, I, I wouldn't sing on that. Oh, come on. I, it, I sang. It, I heard you singing before. <laughs> I, I did, and I don't... I heard it. I heard it. All right. Uh, sing one line of Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Sure. That's one line. Dashing through I'm... the snow. Oh, and a one horse hoping sway. Here he goes, Ralph. We're all in the two now. Feel, laughing all the way. There we go. There you go. See, uh -huh. we, we got Ralph and Sean in. Okay, Ralph? Um, yes. Who was Missy Wong? Oh. 
that was the, I, I would you call it a maid uh -huh. um, paladin. Right. Very good. Right. Well, you know, you are hot. You are hot. Hmm? Okay. You want me to slip in extra Christmas shows? I mean, you asked for Christmas shows. You want extra ones, or would you like something else? Have you got the Scarlet Queen? I do have the Scarlet Queen. It's such a great show. Yeah, I was used to get a kick out of that one. It is, um, it is uh, maritime, and I'm looking for a correct term, maritimely correct. It is... Nautically correct, that's the word. It is nautical. Ah, yes, the old nautical, yes. Uh, and, and it was researched properly, yeah. and Elliot Lewis was just so good in that role. So, sure, I'd well, send you the Scarlet Queen. It's a great show. Any Anything to do with, with the... Uh with water, the ocean, or lakes and rivers, and things like that always fascinated me. I'm a water guy. Yeah, well, you know, you were in the Navy. I guess that helped, didn't it? I mean, it helped that yeah, you... Yeah, I was, I was going to be in the Navy from the time I could remember. Well, I mean, it helped that you liked water being in the Navy. So, wait... Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. As much as I love it, I, I get seasick sometimes. Wow. I can understand that. I mean, those those ships get thrown around something fierce sometimes. Yeah, well, we're coming out of uh, coming out of Rhode Island uh, into in, well, it's actually the uh, into the Atlantic. They call it Narragansett Bay. Uh huh. And I was on an aircraft carrier, and that thing was taking waves over the bow. Mm. That's a lot of waves. They were like four, 40 foot waves. Wow, it, that's four. No, it's four stories high. Yeah, yeah, it sent me, it sent me for, uh, for the mail outside. On, it, it would disorient you. On, on a ship that size, I think sometimes the enormity of some of these ships actually works against you because you're so accustomed to it sitting correctly in the water that when it does pitch, it really disorients you. My dad was stationed in Panama during the Korean War, and they took a you know, a troop ship down there, uh -huh. it got into the Atlantic Ocean so bad that everybody got sick. So everybody was thought they, everybody wished they were going to die. And then every guy got upset because they realized they were going to survive. They weren't going to die. Yeah. And actually that night they served duck for dinner. <gasps> oh, what a... Oh, my. Yeah. Are you serious? I, I require some rough weather to get to get sick, but mm -hmm. we had we had a guy on the ship that as soon as he heard them say that they had dropped a line to the dock, automatically it. got seasick. It was like a chronic condition with him. It was partly in his head. Isn't mm -hmm. that interesting? Did the um, did the captain or commander or whatever you call you call him commander? Of the well, we had a captain. A captain. Did the captain ever get sick? Well, uh, when I well, when I was on the aircraft carrier, they had some reserve officers come aboard, uh -huh. and I actually, um, I hate to say it, but I, I shared a bucket with a captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yuck. I'm... No, we, we were just equal at that point. Uh-huh. Point. Sick as a dog. Uh-huh. Yep, there are some great equalizers in... Arfing in a bucket is one of them. Good grief. Good grief. That's togetherness. And when I went to, when we went to Australia, 
Huh? You know, we went out to the, the Great Barrier Reef, and that's, that's some pretty good water out there. Yes. And I, I had one of those patches that you put behind your ear. Uh-huh. And I didn't get sick at all. A Dramamine patch, yeah. Yeah, it really, it really worked. It made a difference. Uh, I asked about the captain because he sits higher than most of the men, and that means the pitch and roll would be more exaggerated for him, so he'd, he'd get more motion than anybody else. Oh, well, you know, uh, we used to, uh, I worked in the radar department mm -hmm. at that time, or what they called combat, mm -hmm. and uh, we used to stand watch up on the bridge, you know, where the captain was and the guy that steered the ship, uh, and uh, we had a, a uh, we had a rear admiral on board. Ooh. So I, I got up there with all the. I, I was just a kid. I just I didn't even have to shave. <laughs> and I got up there, and uh, I was supposed to write down on a board. And I listened to it over the phones and write it down. And the admiral says. How much experience have you got? <laughs> I says, well, well, I don't know. I says, uh, this is my, my first time on a ship. <laughs> I guess four days. He called that and had them replace me. Oh. Didn't have any, didn't have any confidence in me at all. Oh, boy. Well, you just send him to us. We'll take care of it. How, when you joined the Navy, Ralph, were you 18? When did you actually join the Navy? Oh, I was, uh, I went in uh, four days before my 18th birthday. And what, if you go before 18, you go what they call a kitty cruise. It's only three years. Uh -huh. If you go in after your 18, it's a four-year enlistment. Wasn't that interesting? So you got the yeah. four-year enlistment? So, uh, yeah, I enlisted. Uh, I, oh, I, I couldn't wait to go in the Navy. And uh, I get out at the age of 21 just in time to get married. Oh, you're romantic, you. Yeah, well, I wasn't allowed to get married or get a tattoo when I was in the Navy. By, by whose instruction? My, my father said, oh. don't you get married and don't you get a tattoo. <laughs> and I didn't. Good son. Now, your brother, was your brother in the Navy and your dad? What was your, your dad and your brother when he went into World War II? Yeah, in World War II, uh, you know, I told you once, I think, my father was in World War One. Right. And he was a fireman. He worked down in the engine room. And he went back in, in World War Two, and he had a lot of uh, expertise with firearms. Mm -hmm. And they made him a, an instructor for aviation gunnery. And my brother actually went, went in before my father, about a week or two before my father. So it was just me and my, my mom in this great big old farmhouse that we lived in. Ralph, you know, that's really interesting. You've mentioned that your dad had served in both world wars. How, how unusual was it that a father and a son would be serving at the same time? I, I think it was, you know, fairly unusual. Uh, when we, li we lived in New Jersey, they actually uh, had an article in the paper that they were the first father and son to be in the uh, in the Navy from from that area. Uh huh. 
Would your dad have been young enough to have been drafted if the war went on longer than it? Oh no, no. He was uh, he was in his late thirties, early forties by that time. And he uh, for the audience, draft age I think was uh, eighteen to thirty. Eight or thirty-five? I forgot what. Yeah, what. I know he was. He was. Uh, if Jeff, if you were going to join the um, the Merchant Marine or the Coke, they could go up into the mid forties. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, he. Uh, I don't know if he lied about his age or what, but anyhow, he was in World War Two, mm -hmm. and he got he got stationed in in Hawaii, <laughs> and he, he stayed there for the whole war. Oh my goodness! He, he just loved it over there. Wow. And that, of course, was post, post, um, December 7th, yeah. Yeah, after, after the, uh... So did your dad or, or brother come home any time during the four years? Uh, 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 no. No, uh-huh, just you and your mom. No, my brother came in a couple of times. Mm -hmm. As he was aboard ship and, uh, his home port was, uh, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So he, he'd come in and get get leave, and he could come home once in a while. My dad was, t was remembering his one brother was in the um, Navy. He was the one that brought the Marines into the islands. And he got... Oh, an assault boat concert? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh -huh. He was in seven major engagements in the South Pacific, all before he was 21, of course, you know. But he only got one trip to go home, and they got one week leave. And over the three-day train trip to Nebraska, oh. he spent one oh. day in Nebraska and get back on the train to go back to get back on the ship. You but, know, that just tells you how important it is for the servicemen to get home. Yeah. I mean, they, they would they would do anything to get home. Yep. Just for one day. Jeez. Wow. I was, I was listening to the advertising lately. They're having a fundraiser for Wounded for Warriors to try to help them get home. And I got thinking that how important that is for anybody in the service mm -hmm. to get, oh, yeah. get to get home. Yeah. yeah. That was a big thing for me, too. Yeah. I, of course, uh, I guess I was in the service about a year when I met Tony at the skating rink. Oh, yes. And I said, to, well, how old are you? Sixteen. <laughs> I says, whoa, sixteen. Rut row. <laughs> she says, well, I hope you're not disappointed. <laughs> says, no, I says, you, know, you look a little older than sixteen. You look, you look like you might be eighteen. No. So she she <laughs> she gave me her phone number. Mm -hmm. And she went home and she told her mother, oh, mama. I gave the boy my phone number. It was the first time she'd ever given it to anyone. Oh my goodness, you were special. And my mother said, oh. Were, were, were you, Ralph, were you nervous the first time you went to her house to meet her mom? Do I remember it? Were you nervous? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, in those days, you, it was different than it is today. Yeah. You were, uh, I don't know, I think that we were held to a higher standard. You know, 
you got to keep yourself straight when you're wearing that thing. But uh-huh. not like you put on a like you have a pair of jeans and a t-shirt on. Every once in a while, I'll come across a picture or even an old movie. You know, I'm, I'm I really enjoy the old old movies, and people who went to baseball games wore suits and ties mm-hmm. and hats. Yes, and the every, women, every man. The few women who were there, I mean, they even, did it, they even did it at the boxing matches they were dressed. My mom, my mom, her first job interview out here for the Irvine co- Company, Patricia, wore white gloves and a hat. Uh-huh. And a hat. And a hat. Yep. Travel on an airplane, that was a major event. Oh, yeah. Women wore, also wore oh. suits and hats and... Um, elevated shoes or high heels, uh, and yep. the guys, of course, were in jackets, uh, actually suits. They didn't even have casual jackets and slacks. It was suits with white tie, with white shirt and tie and hat. That's why I, I always hesitated to go on a cruise, because I, I, I don't want to wear a suit, and I don't want to wear a tie, uh, but now I understand they have... Uh, they have cruises where you don't have to dress like that. Right. You can go to the buffet instead of the captain's table. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Well, I was just thinking, you know, we just played the first night of broadcast here a little while ago. And that show was was well known for the whole cast had to get dressed up. You had to be in a, in a tux, and, you, and the fam- lady had to be in night dresses. Even though they, they, they weren't <laughs> seen when they were, well, I guess... They might have had a studio audience. Right, but just, and, and the actors, a lot of them didn't have a lot of money when they think going to 30, so just scrape up $35 to get dressed up for a studio audience. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I mean, a radio show is not a black tie event. I know, but the first night it was. Well, that's, that's, uh, yeah, I, I never heard that before. Wow. Yeah. First nighter, you're going to the theater, you know, the first night at the theater, and that's mm-hmm. where the name of the show came from, of course. Yep. And people did get, for first night, they did dress formally. Mm-hmm. And after, oh, the, yeah, yeah. after the show, they went to a place like the Waldorf or one of the other large hotels and with dining facilities, and they had dinner and, you know, a party and an affair. They did the whole evening. Mm-hmm. It was like New Year's Eve every time they went to the theater. But to do it in a studio, wow! Yep. Yeah, that's really putting it on. And that's it. That's putting on the Ritz for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Well, now, because you got, it wouldn't have worked out in that job. Because you know, Ralph, because you grew up in New York, where where a lot of people dressed up to go to work, where a lot of people dressed up to go to theaters. You remember, you know? Oh yeah. Every, you know, with the exception of maybe some laborers or something. Uh huh. Every guy you've seen heading for the subway in the morning heading to the city, they all had a suit and a tie and a, and a hat. They had fedoras. Yeah. It was the, that was the style. There was a picture in the New York Times. They do the historic front pages, and sometimes they do historic photo uh, galleries. And you can click and go from photo to photo to photo, and some of them are just spectacular, like with Ellis Island and some of the early buildings and the skylines of New York. And there was one, I have no idea, and apparently no one else did either because there wasn't a caption under it, 
there was a picture of an elephant inside a building. Now, the windows were extremely high, so it, it must have been at one time a factory of sorts. Mm -hmm. And the elephant, the elephant was getting a bath. You know how they, they use scrub brushes like a, a broom or something like that? There was a guy on a ladder next to the elephant so he could get up high enough to scrub the elephant's back, and the guy was in a suit. <laughs> he was in a suit. He was in a suit. Yeah, it, it, it's true, Patricia. Everybody, almost everybody. It was just a thing to see this. I, you know, I'm washing an elephant while you're in your Sunday go-to-meeting clothes. Well, <clears throat> When I, when I worked at the airlines, we had a guy that came in. He was a Hungarian guy, and we called him the Count because, you know, he, he come in there to drive a truck and, and, you know, move stuff around. He'd come in in a suit and a tie, uh -huh. you know, real fancy dressed up. Yep. He would come in and go to put on his old work clothes, go to work, walk out the same way. And the funniest thing about the guy was... He'd get in his car in the summertime, and he, he would uh, he, he wouldn't open the windows. He didn't have air conditioning. He would he would drive out of the parking lot, just just stiff as a board. And I always said I, he must have air conditioning. And one day I passed him on the, on the, the parkway, and it was about ten minutes out of work. And he had to tie off, he had the window open. His hair was blown in the breeze. Uh -huh, he had to put on the airs when he came to work. Oh my goodness, that's really interesting. You know, dressing up is, was very important for people. Yep, yeah, for him it was, it him had to be that way. Never seen him come in without a suit on. Bless his heart. When did Al start to change? I don't know. You know, I, I try and think of when it changed, but uh, I, I think it's I know, uh, you know, in the 40s, I would say up to the 50s, that, that was the way people dressed. Right. And after that, I think yeah. things started to uh, I think it started, relax a little. Yeah, I think it started in the 60s with the hippie movement. Right. And yeah. it just deteriorated from there. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah about attitudes that were in the 60s. You can see pictures of people dressed up in their hippie suits or hippie clothes. And by comparison to what we sometimes see today, they look like they were in formal wear. <laughs> I mean, think about it. They were all covered anyway, most of the time. <laughs> Generally, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they were fun. They were funny years. They were. We we uh, we used to. Me and my friends used to get after the guys with the long hair, and just tease them to no end. Oh, Ralph! Did you really? Yeah, one guy. He, right. That that was. He had he had real long hair, and he, he was standing doing his job at work, and I come up behind him and I said, uh, "Excuse me, miss." <laughs> oh boy, he get me. Uh -huh. You know, it, it was such a, a departure from culture. Guys, I absolutely, yeah. It, it, guys just have short hair, and when people, when guys started wearing long hair, some of them uh, wearing long hair, it really was an adjustment for everybody. I'm not sure why somebody would want to stand out so much and then be offended when people noticed. 
Yeah, well, you know, that was probably the very early 60s that I'm talking about. Okay. And, and he was one of the first long-haired guys I'd seen. But, uh, okay, so he did it because it was unusual. He didn't want to cut his hair. He was willing to go out in public and be in the splinter minority, but then was offended when people made comments about it. Yep, 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 yep. That, doesn't make sense. Well, when I look at some of the, uh, you know, I haven't got enough hair to do it myself, but <laughs> you look at some of these guys with the, the Mohican or that porcupine look down the center of their head. Oh, yes, the Mohegan. Okay. I don't know how they, how they keep it that way all day. You can't do much work and maintain a hairdo like that. Oh, I know what you mean today. Yeah, they use lacquer. I kid you not. They use lacquer. Oh, my. I mean, if things are lethal, if somebody put his head down and charged you, <laughs> it, it, it would stab you. I guess they have to redo it every day because you, you sure couldn't sleep with that thing sticking out the back of you. Well, it, it's the stuff in the back of the head. I mean, if you if you put your head down on a couple of those spikes, I mean, they really, they'd kill you. Well, they need it's us. all a matter of taste, you know. They, they need us. We'll, we'll just have to... <laughs> We'll have to figure out something. Okay, well, I will send you The Scarlet Queen. That'll be fun to listen to. It really is a great show. I think even Tony will relent on that one. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a good show. Yeah, it was All great. right, listen, I'll say goodnight to you folks. Okay, and we'll... And uh, keep an eye on that chicken. <laughs> it's hard to... Uh, I, I guarantee you that chicken is... It's going to do. It's going to lay eggs. It's going to lay eggs. not to notice it. It keeps making noise. Yeah, well, you, you let me know uh, if it doesn't lay an egg this coming week. Okay. Call me and I'll, I'll send you something to feed it. Okay. All right. You're too funny. Good night. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Good night. Thanks. Good night. Bye-bye. 714 You make the show, everybody. By calling us, you entertain us. So, give us a call. Just like that. Hello there, you're on the air. Well, hello. Hello, Fred. How are you? Fred. Oh, we're here. good. Good. Me too, exhausted but good. Exhausted? Exhausted. What did you do to make yourself exhausted? Oh, first week of practice, they were all seven to nine at night, two hour jobs. See, I knew it. I'm just going to go get coffee. You guys let me know when you're finished. <laughs> How are you? Good. Good. You're talking about Mohicans? Well, yeah. Haircuts? Yeah. I went to a my nephew who plays a six- or seven-year-old flag football game. Mm-hmm. One of the kids on the other team had a Mohican. Is it, you know, with the spikes, or did he shave the side of his head? Shave the side of the head. Okay, so it really was the stripe of hair uh, that, from... Down the middle of the head, yes. And it, it really was the, the traditional Mohican hairdo. And it, and it really shocked me. You know, I'm, I'm not easy to shock. And then I saw Pop, and Pop had one too, so... Part of the family, huh? Well, uh, I guess. It grows in the family. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a throwback to the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Our, our basketball team did it a few years ago. They were going to the playoffs. They wanted to do something like solidarity. Yeah. I thought that was crazy, but so what did they do? Shave? They shave off all their hair? Yeah, they had one kid shave him. One kid shaved everybody else. He did it himself first, and then 
The rest of them liked it. Well, not all of them did it, but we had 12 kids on the team. I think nine of them did it. They were bald, or they did a Mohican. They did a Mohican. Okay. Yep. So did they talk? Did they talk you to doing it too, Fred? They tried. <laughs> tried to get the coaching staff, but we wouldn't oh. go along with it. <laughs> such a goody two shoes. You're darn right. I don't have enough hair as it is. Leave it alone. <laughs> funny. I don't look foolish anyway. I don't have any hair in the middle. On top, oh. so it'll look pretty stupid. <laughs> in the middle, they'd, they'd have to shave the top and leave bozos on the side. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, you guys, that last call reminded me of so much. You're talking too about ships and, and stuff. My dad was in a real bad shipwreck when he was in the army. Oh, what happened? Well, he uh, well, he was supposed to go to Korea with his unit, and he and he got delayed because he came down with pneumonia. Oh. So he he just got recovered from that, and he was headed over. And he was in the harbor. I guess it was a foggy night or something, and he was being transported. He just got out of the transport ship, or and the transport ship was just leaving harbor or something. But anyway, a big battleship or, or destroyer or something didn't see him, and it, it ran right down, cut him right in half. Oh. oh. And uh, he survived, but I guess everybody didn't. I got I got a newspaper article somewhere. My mom saved it. Was he badly hurt? No, actually he wasn't. Uh, he was delayed another week or so. They put him back in the hospital because he just got over pneumonia, so they weren't sure. So, pneumonia in the 40s was serious, serious business. I hey, think you he probably would fell in the water, so you probably would have thought that. Yeah, and that's what off. they were worried about. I know that, so they didn't put him back in the hospital for another week or so. But no, he made it over. <laughs> uh, it wasn't Korea, actually, it was Germany. That's right, he was in Germany. Yeah. During Korea, though, it was during Korea. It was the 50s. Yeah. yeah. It was still a big deal. Pneumonia was still a big deal. Yeah, he also told me about the time where he was coming home and his brother was going or vice versa. And they ran into each other in the bathroom at Grand Central Station. Now, what are the odds of that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Do you have a favorite Christmas carol or Christmas song? Uh, Yeah. I think, I don't know if it's the right name, though. Is it Gloria? Is that the name of the song? Gloria? Or is it an Excelsius Deo? Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Angels uh, we have heard on high. Is that the name of it? Okay. Uh, yep. That's it. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I knew, I, I, I didn't know, I should have known. Asking about music makes him sing. <laughs> <laughs> We're in trouble for the entire night. It beginnings look a lot like Christmas. Only, only out there. He's got lights hanging around his neck. neck. <clears throat> With my Santa hat on. And your Santa hat on your head. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay, you want a question? Uh, yeah, I wanted to let you know the lights are out, though. Lights? You asked me to find out about the lights in town. Your lights? Oh. Yes, she did. When, uh, what, what did I miss here? You asked me last week. Yeah. I told you about the people up here that have the light war. Yeah, the... the, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all up. Oh, and you said the lights are out. I'm They're out. We're all lit, yeah. Oh, you meant they blew out. Okay. No. All lit. Well, my gosh. Did you notify the runways and the, <laughs> the airport? I probably should have. Oh, dear. They're, they're up early. So, so how did they fare in the competition? Oh, this, this, I can't tell if they do anything different every year. I don't think they do. They're just so, there's so much. You just light up the world. Yeah, it's unbelievable when you go through that stretch. It's like... 
two houses on one side, and there's another house on the other side that, that's pretty well lit, too. They're not done yet, the one on the other side of the road. Um, but the, the two big ones are out and about. They got their 4,000 animals out in the yard, and <laughs> houses are all lit. They opened the barn door. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Do you still have a main street down in the small town you live in? Oh, yeah. Well, not in the town I live in. We're kind of... Well, it's kind of it's strange. I live in Forestdale, but we're actually all part of Brandon. Okay. And Brandon does have a main street. So is it already decorated for Christmas or not, the main street? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the business is pretty much right after Thanksgiving. We just did our tree lighting last Sunday mm. through the town Christmas tree. So the park's all decked out. Uh, the pizza place opened back up. I'm so excited. Oh, wow. oh how great. Yeah, that was cool. So we're officially officially recovered from the flood. We got all our roads back. That, that one last road that was blocked off, that opened about 10 days ago. Uh-huh. But the, yep. pe- the pizza place was your benchmark. Yes. Different building, but they're open, so. Oh, gosh. What tenacity. They, they deserve an award for just picking up and pulling on the bootstraps and mm-hmm. going oh. on. Oh, I know. I know. She's quite <laughs> a lady. But, uh, and you got me confused, Walden. Yes. I'm, I'm so confused now because we know you're never wrong. Uh oh. Uh oh. I, I, I won the Topper Series for like 35 bucks. But I could be wrong. I, it's, it's been a week. I know I won two things. Okay. One for 35 and one for 15. I thought one was the Topper lot. Well, maybe I heard maybe there were two sets, but I thought one of them. There were two sets. Yeah, they were. Okay. Cause what, the one of them I knew John Remmer betting they would get that one set was going. Okay, we're keeping track for Patricia. We're, we're, over, we're shooting our mag up to 80 bucks right away. Okay. So maybe... There was a second set. Okay. A second lot with some topper TV shows? Uh-huh. Good. Good. Yeah, they were actually identical. Mike had made them both. Mm-hmm. And one of them was one as part of a package last year. Oh, okay. Years ago. And whatever was in the package that the person wanted, the toppers went with it, and he returned them. He, he re-donated them, mm. and Mike had already made another set for the auction, so we wound up with two sets. Oh. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bid with you, and I'll give you the $35 when you're finished with, with the, the shows and you don't want to see them anymore. You send them to me, and I'll send you your $35. <laughs> okay, you got a deal. <laughs> Would you do that? Why not? Oh, free country. And I'll pay for postage, too, of course. Okay. Oh, is this a deal or what? Yeah, sounds like a deal to me. Oh, thank you, Fred. All right. The now? Yeah. <laughs> what? Go watch one now. I can't. I don't have one. I don't have them yet. Oh, that's right. They're going to be delayed getting out until... Oh, yeah. well, then while Fred and I are talking, would you call Kim, please, and tell her to send his out? I bet I could. <laughs> Yeah, you could do that. I could do that. Sure. Sure. Uh, we could call Kim right now. Yeah. You're probably listening. She's probably Paul poor Kim. Well, <laughs> she's not feeling well I, at I, all. I, 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 think she'll, I think she'll listen to us next week, because generally when she starts her equipment baking, is when she stays up and listens to us. So oh. I bet by next Saturday night she'll be listening to us. Oh, there you okay. go. She normally, normally doesn't stay up very late, poor thing. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I can just sit here and watch Christmas specials all day. All right. Oh, you know what? The Hallmark Station. Oh, is it great? We have had... Yeah, after movie, after movie. 
nonstop Christmas movies yep. for over a week. Yes. Maybe two weeks. Yeah, it's great. It's, they, they got some pretty good ones. Like they have that one uh, I hadn't seen before called The Note. Have you seen that one? The Note? The Note, it's called. No. Oh, it's really, really good. It's, it's, it's about this reporter. She does this, uh, like this feel-good column. Mm-hmm. Cartspin column, and, and her numbers are just like in the bed. She's got, not getting any, anybody listening to her column and stuff. And she gets, basically gets, uh, uh, threatened by her enemy that they're going to fire her if her numbers don't come up. Uh, and they're going to cancel the column and she's done. And there's this plane crash in the Atlantic where everybody on the plane dies. And this note emerges. She finds this note because she starts wondering, you know, do these people have time to, to know they were going to die? You know, how long did they have? And she finds out they had like three minutes knowing they were going down. And she's like, well, what would I do if I had three minutes? And she goes to like the beach where all the stuff is washing up. So she, and just thinking about this, and she finds a note in a plastic bag with cooking crumbs in it. Mm-hmm. And all the note says is, T, I love you, all is forgiven, Dad. So she sets out to find out who the note belongs to. And she kind of takes her readers along with her. And she goes to all these people whose first names begins with T that were on the passenger list. It's really good. It's really good. And each one has their own story. You know, each person she comes across. Sure. Boy, it sounds like a serious movie. It is. But it's really, it's really good. I mean, it had me in tears at the end. I don't usually cry. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's a good ending, too. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I happened into The Grinch yesterday, and actually it was last night. It was not the cartoon, it was the movie. Oh, yeah, the movie. Harry? Yeah. Oh my gosh, is that guy good. Well, hey. he, he... Yeah, he is. He not only... I don't... You've never seen Jim Carrey. No. The man is tall, uh-huh. and he bends in places nobody should bend. <laughs> <laughs> So when the Grinch walked around with his belly sticking out and this long green fur and uh-huh. this pinched green face, and he'd have to do some sliding movements or some smooth movements and kind of slink into his cave. I mean, he was doing backflips and sliding down chutes and bending over backwards. I mean, the guy doesn't have any bones. Mm. He just... Oozes, you know? <laughs> and when he talked, he sounded like Boris Karloff. Wow. Narrator sounded like Boris Karloff. So it had this this whole um, flavor of authenticity because that's, of course, where the cartoon came from. Boris Karloff narrated, narrated the cartoon. And it was just so wonderful the way they put this movie together. He was he was just, I mean, this was an Academy Award performance, truly. But you don't get an Academy Award for being the Grinch. Oh, it was well done. Yeah. It's a great I, movie. Another one I like the remake of, uh, uh, you know, the, the classic Christmas Carol? Yeah. Well, there's been about 400 different remakes of it, right. of course. Uh, and everybody wants to put just a little extra spin. Oh, yeah, they, they modernize it or whatever. But I still like the one that, uh, what's his name did? Uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray did a 
Scrooge? Yeah, you didn't see that? No. You've never seen that? I don't I do not do non-traditional. I mean, everybody wants to improve on Charles Dickens. Hello. Okay. <laughs> well, this, this, you got to see this one. I mean, all the rest of them are just kind of, yeah, they're kind of stupid and, you know, I mean, but this one was, uh, it's, it's a, he's a TV producer. And he's doing the big presentation of the Scrooge on Christmas Eve Live. Yeah. And he's like the typical Scrooge. He is Scrooge. He's you know, Christmas doesn't matter. Da, da, da. And he gets this whole. And it's funny. It's just hilarious, but it's good at the same time. I mean, the ghost of Christmas past. I don't know which girl does it. This girl does it, but I the whole time she's on with him, you just you just laugh. You can't help it. It's just, it's, it's she, she, she knocks them all over the place. She's constantly hitting them and punching It's just funny. You, you have to see it. I think it's a guy thing. You have to see it. I don't know. Have you seen it, Walden? Mm -mm, I haven't seen that one. Oh. I was thinking the last, the last, I, I seen recently some stage production. The last, the last one I saw on TV was the Joyce e. Scott one. Hallmark. Oh, that was good. I, that, that was the original Scrooge, right? No, well, it goes back, if you want to really go technical, it goes back to like 1938. Yeah, it was the original story. Yeah, the original story. Original story. That's the last yeah. one I've seen. Nobody messed around with Yeah, I saw, the last one I've seen is the Joyce E. Scott one. Well, this, you, you, you gotta, you gotta get, get a chance to see it. Okay. I would recommend it. Okay. I think it's called Scrooge. Scrooge or... Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a Christmas. Just show, just Google up Bill Murray. So, yeah, Google up Bill Murray okay. and you'll find it. All right. It's on every year. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. It's classic, though. Classic, classic, classic. And I miss Rudolph. You did. Yeah, it's got to be on again, though. I can't imagine that they've... That when you say it'll be on again... I go through the the guide. There's a list of shows that are currently playing and ones that are coming up, and I'm seeing the same movies over and over and over again. I know. Listed on the Hallmark station, and I'm like, I want my Frasier back. Oh yeah, well. There's so few shows that I really look forward to watching, and Frasier was one of them. And I keep, I keep, you know. I started following him well, but I never. I'm not big on modern sitcoms. But I started watching that Everybody Loves Raven on TV Land. Uh-huh. I fell right in love with that show. Yeah, <laughs> that show's good funny. One. Fell right in love with it. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. You want a question or what? Yeah, I guess. You want a question? I don't answer, but okay. I'll take a question. All right, here's your question. It's a true or false question. Oh, I like those. So you only got a different chance of getting it wrong. That's right. I, who was it? Somebody, it might have been Ralph. I kept giving true or false questions, and he kept picking the wrong thing. Yeah, I forgot that. I remember that was about two years ago when we were running into that, yeah. Uh, was it Ralph? I don't remember. I, whoever it was, it was really cute, because no matter what I asked, he'd say, well, I think it's probably this, so I'll go for the other one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true or false. The story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was created for Montgomery Ward. Oh, that's true. Well, I didn't finish the question. <laughs> How do you know it's true if I didn't finish the question? Okay, go ahead and finish the question. For Montgomery Ward as a Christmas giveaway item. True. That is correct. 
Just one little thing that worries me If it doesn't snow on Christmas How is Santa gonna use his sleigh? In case of rain, will it be a train That'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow on Christmas How will Santa get around to us? 
If he breaks down on his way to town, will they let him use a bus? I've sent him a nice long letter, and I hope it's not in vain. I'd really feel much better if I knew he could fly a plane. People say he has eight reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here. But how he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year? And there you go. That was side A. That was supposed to be the hit. I thought I'd heard every Christmas song there was. <laughs> I want to know who the bright bunny was who thought that was an A-side song. <laughs> I mean, that is a catastrophe. So that was the side A and Rudolph was side B. Well, some we need to be very grateful to some DJ who flipped the record. That's right. the other side on the radio. You probably think what a reward for that. Gee whiz. <laughs> well, Rudolph on film and video has quite a history. And it started in 1964. No, let's see. Broadcast edit. This version includes the original credits where elves were seen delivering boxes. Let's see. 2006, top bits. So there was a pre version, right? Uh, that was not the original. Okay, in 1965, they came out with a version where elves are seen delivering boxes, and the boxes list all of the technical credits. It also includes commercials. Uh, they were exclusively for GE small appliances, such as irons, electric skillets, hair dryers, and toaster ovens with some of the animated elves from the main program introducing each of the products. Using network bumpers, including promos for the following week's episodes of GE College Bowl and Meet the Press, were presumably preempted that Sunday uh, for the inaugural 5.30 p.m. telecast. And then we go to, that was 1964, and then in 1965, it says, in response to viewer protests on the unresolved fate of the toys on Misfit Island. Did, is that true? They have, Rudolph has toys on Misfit Island? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. A, matter of fact, they had their own special. That's right. 
I, clearly, I need to do some watching here. Yeah. I've seen Rudolph. Okay, viewer protest. This is interesting. They've got irons and toasters and hair dryers in the middle of a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and that's not what they're <laughs> protesting. They're protesting the unresolved fate of the toys on Misfit Island. Now, that amazes me. People actually protested that? They protested. <laughs> the 1960s we we were in a protest mood in the 1960s uh, i guess so protested okay so ge shot a new ending which shows the toys being rescued this is the ending that has been shown on all telecasts and video releases ever since in the process several sequences were deleted the instrumental bridge from we are Santa's Elves, featuring Elf Orchestra, da, 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 the duet, reprise of We're a Couple of Misfits is Missing, and additional dialogue by Burl Ives and the Peppermint Mine scene resolving the fate of Yukon Cornelius. Do you two know what I'm reading here? Yeah. Familiar with this. Okay. This is good. Well, this is all new to me, so I'm learning something here. A new song, Fame and Fortune, was shot for the revised version and put out... In our, and put in place of the reprise of the We're a Couple of Misfits. So that was 1965 to 1997. Then in 1998, they did another, uh, this one for telecast. The 1995 deletions were returned to the film, but Fame and Fortune was not included. That was the song. Fame and Fortune was not re included and was replaced with the original We're a Couple of Misfits. Then in 2000, that went 1998 to 2008, so that was a 10-year deal. Then in 2009, CBS telecasts Fame and Fortune was once again replaced with We're a Couple of Misfits. What is the big deal about trading this song back and forth, back and forth? See that... I don't remember. I, I remember. I I know both songs, but see, I'm more familiar with this, the the thirty year run. Well, Shazam. Okay. Yeah. Distribution. Um, eighty nine to ninety seven was Family Home Entertainment. Boy, we've got everybody's fingers in the pot. They kept selling this property over and over. That's probably why they they switched out some of the songs. Okay, Family Home Entertainment from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety seven. Golden Book Video, 98 to 2003. Sony, from 1998 to 2007. That doesn't make any sense. Ownership? <clears throat> it should be 2003. <coughs> Times DVD. Oh, these are distributors. Okay. Good Times DVD, Classic Media, The Vendi Entertainment. And then United Kingdom had a whole bunch, and Australia and New Zealand had a whole bunch. Poor Rudolph, he's been through the ringer. Yeah, I saw the count all the specials that spun off on him, too. No. Like the Shiny New Year and another one, too. And he started the Island Misfit Toys had, the spe had a special. And he started out as a B-side record. <laughs> oh, poor Rudolph. I mean, really. When you when you listen to Put Santa on a Bus, give me a... <laughs> now, did Montgomery Ward created Rudolph and then Josh created the song, right? Yeah, Johnny March wrote the song. And this was about 1949. Okay. When that song came out. So I guess... It was so, released in 49, you're Yeah, right. so about 10 years after... Montgomery Ward had to give away. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So my, th my guess is it probably came out in a book and other things before the song. Yeah, see, I'm wondering if Eric, Uncle Reward must have done something, like a short or something. Character Rudolph was brought over to the song and the movies, but the story that is told in the song and in the movies is not accurate uh, according to the original story. The original story is quite different. Well, that would be fun to get a copy. Yeah. That would be fun. I tried to find it online to read it last year on Christmas. I couldn't find it anywhere. Nobody wrote it out. Huh. So that makes me think that it is really stringently protected by copyright. We need to find the book. Some oh, that's too bad. I'm not going to spend $4,227,552.73. Well, I thought if we could find a book for $1.98. I mean, 98 cents would be fine. Yeah, I'll handle the 98 cents. Okay. Well, we'll see if we can. Yeah, I'll see what I'll see what's out there. But again, the only ones that I could find mm -hmm. were the rewrites, which came pretty quickly after the original in yeah. 1939. So they're probably pretty close to the original story, then I would guess. The one around was very close, but by the time we got to the song, it was quite different. They used the concept, but changed the story. And then the movies were based on the song. Yeah. Obviously. Must sort of. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Right. You can get any Misfit Island in Gene Autry's song. Well, that's true. Yeah, boy. And no no talking elves or nothing. Or no, no Cornelius Jack, either. Oh. Boy, I, I need to look at this thing. He was quite a character. Did it have a sad ending or anything? Or anything sad in the middle? The, the original? The one, the one uh, I saw? Uh, the one I saw, I remember the only sad part... A lot of Rangers wouldn't play the, play the game. Yeah, and then when you thought Cornelius Jack died, but he didn't. I think that was pretty crummy. They wouldn't let him play until he could do something. Uh-huh. I mean, what kind of a message is that for kids? Down with Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> well, the message is supposed to be, even if you're different, you're special. Everybody's got their own strengths. You're different. Because if you remember, his girlfriend liked him all, all the time. He didn't have a girlfriend. Yes, he did. In the song, he didn't have a girlfriend. He did in the show, Chloe or whatever her name was. Oh, and it wasn't even Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, or Vixen. Not even Comic Cupid, Donner, or Blitzen. Oh, no, they were, in the, they were in the movie, too. Well, they might have been in the movie, but he, one of them wasn't his girlfriend. No, no, his girlfriend was, uh... So they, that's a good trivia question. Oh, so Chloe or... Now, really, this is old-time radio... I can't remember. You remember? We must remember Walden. He had a crush on that girl. That little, I, I little girl there. That but I bet, I bet you this person could tell us. Let's, let's, let's play this one. I bet this person could tell us about Rudolph's girlfriend. Just came back from a lovely trip along the Milky Way. You know, I stopped off at the North Pole to spend the holiday. I called on dear old Santa Claus to see what I could see. And you know something? He took me to his workshop and told his plans to me. So you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout, I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming 
I pulled out the wrong song. I bet you guys know who that was. Yeah. Found it. I found it. It's Clarice. Clarice. Something like that. Yes. Okay. Clarice. I'll take my show so you guys, somebody else should call here. <laughs> I've monopolized enough of your time. Okay. I did win, right? I got it right. Remember? Got it right. I like true false questions. Those are good. So, um, before you go, that means I can send something to you, assuming you want. What would you like? Well, uh, you know, you guys were talking about earlier. I don't think I've gotten any first nighters. I like that show. Not That's the little theater any... on Main Street, right? Where they take the cabs to the little theater. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There, there was about eighteen of those around. Oh, so it's a good. It's a good. It's a good show. Well, well, I'll take those. Okay. Boy, and. You, you just make me... What do you mean, and? There's only 18. They're going to show up a DVD. It's me. I have to go find these. <laughs> well, you know, you got, you got to use space. We, we live in a, a world we can't waste space on. Excuse me. <laughs> I will go find First Nighter for you. Okay. I can say, Patricia, you are so wonderful. You're so wonderful. It is Christmas. We'll, we'll let it go with that. Right. It's Christmas. I'll, <laughs> you're not going to get any extra shows, but I'll be kind. <laughs> That's all right. I got lots of them anyway. You are just a piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to make up the menu like um, Kurt has asked. As I come across these shows, when I pull some CDs, you know, a master CDs, I'm just going to keep them on a list and put them in alphabetical order. That makes sense. I know it. Yeah. Then I'll have to separate them into categories. Think like how much easier it'll be when somebody calls for something weird that you've already done. That's right. Oh, boy, do I have some weird stuff. <laughs> I have huh? weird stuff. Okay, first nighter. Okay. Take care, Fred. Have a good night, guys. You too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Isn't he a hoot? He's a great guy. What a hoot. What a hoot. Well, now, you know, this is something I need to send over to you. What? Let me see. What did I do? What did I do with this? What did, oh, it's over here. This is something I think you would want me to send you. I'll just play a quick second. You can tell this. Is this okay? What am I supposed to listen for? No, oh, let me see. Listen. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the day. Oh, dead rabbit.